0: Greetings and welcome to another episode of From John to Justin. If you like, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. Don't forget, I have several other podcasts out there. Canadian History X, Pucks and Cups, Canada's Great War and Coast to Coast, available on all podcast platforms. I do all these podcasts full-time, so every dollar you give keeps it all going, and I truly appreciate it. I'll thank you on the air, throughout my social media, and at the end of every episode. If you like, you can email me at craig at CanadaEHX.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram and TikTok, where I put up daily videos, and my username is Bairdo37. You can also find weekly videos on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash C slash X. And, on my website, you'll find transcripts of every single episode I've ever done. Just go to CanadaEHX.com. Also, it's very windy today, so I'm hoping the noise of the wind isn't picked up on the microphone. But if it is, well, I apologize. When Rona Ambrose took over as leader of the Conservative Party of Canada in 2015, the party began to look for its new permanent leader. It would not be a quick process for the party, and would take quite a while until a new man was brought in to lead the party. Andrew Scheer. Scheer was born in Ottawa on May 20, 1979, to Mary and James Scheer. Since his father was born in the United States, Shear was automatically a U.S. citizen, even though he was born in Canada. This would become an issue during the 2019 federal election campaign when it was found that Shear had dual Canadian and American citizenship. Shear would state that he had begun the process of renouncing his American citizenship in August 2019, had not voted in a U.S. election, and had filed U.S. tax returns. He also stated he had registered for the draft under the U.S. Selective Service System. Asked why he did not disclose his dual citizenship, Scheer stated he was never asked about it. Scheer would state, quote, Everyone who knows me or knows my family knows that my father was born in the United States, and I've been open with that, End quote. Several people would criticize him for not disclosing it, especially after he criticized Governor General Michel Jean in 2005 for having French and Canadian citizenship.
1: I asked a question uh, at the time about uh, about the fact that she held it. Asking my constituents what they felt about that.
0: But you knew you were an American when you said that. I was
1: just asking questions uh, of my constituents what they thought of that at the time. I was born in Canada. My mom was born in Mississauga. My dad was born in the United States. I grew up my whole life in Canada, and uh, and that's how I've always uh, we never it tried to hide, hide that. Yeah,
2: uh, you
0: but.
1: On that uh, on that blog post, it was a it was a question I asked my constituents. I, I disagree. I I made the decision after I became leader of the party to, to do this, and uh, be, I was fo- focused on other things: it was uh, rebuilding the party, getting ready for the election, working on the platform. It was always my intention to do it before the election.
2: Uh-huh. Well.
1: So in English, just to the prior question, no one's ever asked me before about it. Uh, like millions of Canadians, I have a, a, one of my parents was born in another country, uh, and uh, I met with representatives from the embassy uh, in August, announced that I was renouncing my citizenship, and I've submitted the, the paperwork to start that process. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back confirmation from, from the U.S. Embassy, but that is certainly the intention.
0: Shearwood would spend his entire childhood in Ottawa, where his father worked as a proofreader and a librarian with the Ottawa Citizen, and his mother worked as a nurse. He was also one of three children, having two sisters, Catherine and Anne-Marie. At the age of nine, Sheer began to work as a newspaper delivery boy, which he would state helped him gain an interest in politics. He would later say the day after Christmas in 1989, he saw a cover photo of a Romanian dictator who had been killed by his own soldiers. The story would cause a lengthy debate in the Sheer home over whether or not something like that could happen in Canada. Attending Catholic school in Ottawa, Scheer would be part of a French immersion program, and would work at concession stands and as a waiter as a teenager. One job he worked at was as a popcorn concession worker at Scotiabank Place in Ottawa, where Shear described himself as an expert popcorn maker. While in high school, Shear would be part of a class of online coding, and he would look up the website of the Reform Party. The party intrigued him, and he would contact representatives and begin to help out with small campaigns locally. His high school was also close enough to Parliament Hill that Shear would often go over to see Question Period. In 1998, Scheer began to study criminology, history, and political science at the University of Ottawa, where he would graduate from in 2008 with a Bachelor of Arts degree. While attending university, Scheer became involved in politics and worked several political campaigns, including the Unite the Right campaign, which was an effort to merge the Reform Party and the Progressive Conservative Party. He would also work on Preston Manning's campaign to lead the new Canadian alliance. When Stockwell Day took over as leader, Scheer worked in the office of the Leader of the Opposition, in office, he would hold less than two decades later. In his third year of university, Sheer would run for the school board in Ottawa, but he would unfortunately lose. While attending the University of Ottawa, Sheer would meet Jill Ryan. Shears and Jill's best friends met in an internet cafe, and they felt Andrew and Jill would hit it off, so they arranged for them to meet. The two would marry in 2003 in Regina, where Scheer continued his studies at the University of Regina. Together, they would have five children together, Shear's brother in law includes CFL player John Ryan and Steve Ryan, who ran for the Saskatchewan NDP in 2007 and 2011. The brother in laws enjoyed talking about politics, but the rest of the family was not as okay with it. Jill Shear would say, quote, We've asked them not to talk at the Sunday supper table because what they perceive as a good old political conversation, some of us think of as fighting. End quote. Shear would say of his time in the university, quote, in university, you get to meet hundreds of other young people with similar passions. Solving the world's problems in the campus pub, volunteering during provincial and federal elections, and participating in student associations were not only fun, but very educational. Living in Regina, Shearer would work as a waiter, an assistant to the office of MP Lair Spencer, and as insurance clerk. The insurance clerk job would come back in 2019 during the federal election campaign when it was found Scheer listed himself as an accredited insurance broker on his blog and on his Member of Parliament biography section of his website. When the 2019 election started, his biography listed he worked as an insurance broker. An investigation by the Global Mail found that he was never accredited as an insurance broker. Shear would state that he received accreditation for general insurance after leaving the insurance firm in Regina. In response to this, the Insurance Brokers Association of Saskatchewan stated that Scheer completed only one of four required courses that were required to become a broker. I'd like to follow up on my colleague's uh, question for a little bit more clarity. Exactly how
2: many months did you work at that insurance office?
0: Um, I can
1: go back and check my uh, my personal records, I guess, but uh, it was in the year t- in 2003 when I was uh, 24 years old. Uh, I worked from approximately spring to sometime in the fall, so uh, six or seven months.
2: And can you
3: clarify exactly what tasks you were working at in that office?
0: Because there's a lot of things that are done in an insurance office. So, what exactly
2: did your particular job entail?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting the, the the whole team, uh, answering, uh, answering questions from uh, customers and clients and uh, doing preparatory work uh, and, and explaining information, uh, passing on information to, uh, to people who would come to the office. Okay, good. Um,
0: so you
2: were
0: never actually working as a broker then, it doesn't sound like...
1: As I said, I received my accreditation under the Canadian Accredited Insurance Broker Program. Uh, the, the, and in this particular office, the, the, the licensed brokers finalized all the, uh, the transactions.
0: In 2004, Sheer would be elected to the House of Commons at the age of only 25, defeating Lorne Nystrom by 861 votes, and he had held that riding, or parts of it, for 32 years. Scheer would say, quote, I always thought, if so much of my life is subject to regulation or government, I should at least be engaged. In the election race for the riding, Scheer would accuse Nystrom of being soft on child pornography. As one of the youngest MPs in Parliament, Scheer would say, Youth involvement can reinvigorate and renew a party. We're a new party ourselves, and obviously we've attracted a lot of demographics. I probably have a bit of an advantage over someone who is 15, 20 years older who had never been part of that process. In his first speech in the House of Commons in response to the Liberal Throne speech, Scheer would state, I believe there are certain natural limits to the scope of government, that some problems need to be addressed by individual Canadians or communities or grassroots associations. We need a government that recognizes its own limits, end quote. In April 2006, Scheer was named the Assistant Deputy Chairman of the Committees of the Whole, becoming one of the youngest members of Parliament to serve in that role in the history of the British Commonwealth. On November 21, 2008, he was named the Deputy Speaker of the House of Commons. In the 2011 election, the Conservative Party won a majority government for the first time, and Scheer would become the new front-runner for the role of Speaker of the House of Commons. Many questioned his age, as he was only 32 at the time, and it was felt he was too young to become Speaker. Scheer would state, Age is almost a superficial quality that someone can't control, but years of experience and devotion to the House and dedication to learning the job and doing it well I think that's what should count for a lot." On June 2, 2011, he would be elected into the position becoming the first Speaker from a Saskatchewan riding and the youngest House Speaker in Canadian history. He won on the sixth ballot, defeating NDP MP Denise Savoy.
3: It is my duty to inform the House that the Speaker of, the house, of this House has been duly elected. <laughs>
1: It's with great pleasure that I do now invite to
0: take the chair, the Honorable Member for the Electoral District of...
3: Great pleasure. <laughs> I like this chair. <laughs> A great pleasure that I do now invite to take the chair, the Honorable, honorable Member for the Electoral District of Regina Kibber. Now, I now invite the Prime Minister and the Leader of the Opposition to escort the Honourable Member Andrew Scheer to the
1: Chair. Honourable
3: Honourable Members, I beg to return my humble acknowledgements to the House for the great honour you have been pleased to confer upon me by choosing me to be your Speaker.
1: I beg to return my humble acknowledgements to the House for the great honour you have placed to confer upon me by choosing me to be your Speaker. This is the one time in a session that uh, there's a little bit of liberty in who uh, who the speaker recognizes. And I would just uh, be remiss if I didn't point out my lovely wife and my latest son, Henry, uh, in the gallery here. I wouldn't have had any seat in the House of Commons, uh, never mind this seat, if it weren't for the support and uh, and all the, the, the love she's given me over the year. My my parents, James and Mary Sheer, are here as well. Uh, and uh, a good friend of mine, uh, all the way from Regina, Joan Bayless, is here uh, as well.
0: Sheer so. would say, quote, when something's said that touches a nerve, there's an emotional response. My job is just to make sure that doesn't spill over, and if there is an incident or a portion of a question period where it gets kind of rowdy, that we kind of pull back and it doesn't start to cascade. And that's the tough thing. End quote. Shear would add in the same interview, quote, One of the toughest things about being speaker is it's never the same. You're not calling balls and strikes on a definite strike zone. Every day is different. The mood can be different. End quote. As Speaker of the House, opposition members of Parliament were critical of him and questioned his impartiality in regards to a robocall incident with campaign research of which Shear was a client. During the voter suppression scandal, opposition MPs raised concerns over Shear and his blocking of questions after the Globe and Mail revealed his writing association had loaned $3,000 to Marty Burke, while Burke and his campaign was under investigation by Elections Canada. Following the defeat of the Conservatives in 2015, Scheer would think about running for interim leader, but chose not to since it would prevent him from running to be the permanent leader. When Rona Ambrose became interim leader, he was appointed opposition house leader. On September 28, 2016, Scheer announced his bid for the leadership of the Conservative Party. He would say in his announcement speech, quote, Conservatives do not win when they abandon their principles. We do not need to change who we are, end quote he would run on a slogan of real conservative, real leader. During the leadership race, he also stated he would balance the federal budget within two years of forming a government, but his platform did not reveal how he would accomplish that. For the start of the leadership race, Shear was in third place behind Kevin O'Leary and Maxine Bernier. When O'Leary dropped out, Shear began to gain inroads and he would push for the support of Quebec farmers who opposed Bernier's stance on supply management in the dairy industry. During the leadership race, he would gain comparisons to Stephen Harper, With people calling him Stephen Harper with a smile. Scheer would respond to this, stating, We just need to do a better job of making our policies resonate with everyday Canadians on a more practical level. Speaking of whether or not he would win the leadership, Scheer would say, If I don't win the leadership, being a member of Parliament is my dream. I walk up to the Parliament buildings every day and I look up and I just think I can't believe I get to work here. By the time the leadership election approached, Bernier had an 85% chance of winning. While Scheer had a 15% chance, according to a Main Street poll. Scheer would say, quote, If I'm within single digits of being in front of the first ballot, I believe I can win on the subsequent rounds. End quote. On May 27, 2017, in an astounding 13 rounds, Andrew Scheer would emerge as the new leader of the party. In the final round against Maxime Bernier, who was considered the front runner, as I mentioned, Scheer would take 50.95% of the vote to the 49.05% by
2: Bernier. So, um, there were 141,362 votes cast. The largest, the largest in Canadian history. So, thank you all the, Cana- all the Conservative Party members across the country. Um, this was a truly remarkable race and, and, uh, and thank you all for participating.
1: And the next leader of the Conservative Party of Canada with 51% of the vote.
2: The prochain chef, Andrew Scheer.
0: next leader, Andrew Scheer. A year and a half after losing the leadership race, Bernier would leave the Conservative Party and form the far-right-wing People's Party of Canada. During this victory speech, Scheer would say, quote, one of the things that has motivated me so much in this campaign is a very strong belief that I cannot allow Justin Trudeau to do the same thing to my five children that his father did to my generation." Many question this statement as Shear was 5 when Trudeau left office and 21 when he died. For the most part, Shear's pre-adult life was when Canada was governed by Brian Mulroney and Jean Chrétien. He would add in his speech, quote, "I am here to tell you that the pain and hardship that the Trudeau Liberals are causing Canadians is just temporary." End quote. Sadly for Scheer, during the election race, his mother would die at the age of 73. Less than an hour after Scheer won the leadership race, the Liberals sent out a fundraising email accusing him of being out of touch. It would state, quote, He has opposed equal marriage and a woman's right to choose, and has no plan to grow the economy or support Canada's middle class. Immediately after his leadership race, the sections of Shear's website that outlined his policies were deleted. Bernier would state he lost because of what he called fake conservatives in the dairy lobby and agricultural sector. Scheer would respond to this at the annual press gallery dinner by drinking a 2% milk from the carton and saying, quote, I certainly don't owe my leadership victory to anybody. It's a high-quality drink, and it's affordable too. In August 2017, Shear would announce he would no longer do interviews with Rebel News due to the organization's sympathetic coverage of the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. Andrew Scheer, let's begin with your decision earlier this week. You said you will not grant any further interviews to Rebel Media for as long as its editorial direction remains as is. So, what is it specifically about the editorial direction that led you to that decision?
1: Well, first and foremost, you know, it's very important to me to, to send a, a very clear signal that the Conservative Party of Canada has always been a party that is inclusive and and, and tolerant and open to uh, members of uh, every different ethnic community that, that call Canada home and that chose to make this wonderful country uh, where they want to grow and and raise their families. And like, I was just disgusted by what I saw uh, in Charlottesville on the weekend, uh, that kind of hatred and vile displays of of intolerance just need to be denounced and I understand that there's a fine line when it comes to journalism between reporting on facts reporting on what's going on and giving a platform or in any way kind of legitimizing uh, what may be going on and I felt that that line was uh, was crossed on the weekend and uh, so I just decided you know I'm not going to lend my platform to to, to those or, or uh, you know institutions or outlets that that may uh, may be doing that so what? you know okay. I, I'm here with a positive message and sure. I want to get that message out in a positive way to as many Canadians as I can
0: what What was it specifically that you saw that led you to the
2: decision?
1: As I said, I, I just felt that that line between saying, okay, here's what's going on, here's an important uh, event that may be happening. You know, people obviously need to be aware when there are good things happening, when there are bad things happening. You know, it's, uh, that's what uh, media outlets do. They, they, they cover on events. But, mm-hmm. you know, when 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 people are given an extra platform or, or you know, in any way uh, an outlet starts to concur or legitimize some of the, the aspects around that, uh, that's not where I, I want to go. I don't want to see anybody with the with Okay. those kinds of views have that ex-
2: So the fact that they were on the air Sorry. the white supremacists were on the air I mean what what was it specifically that you saw
0: where you said okay I can't be part of this what was the moment? It was just, it, like
1: as I said, it was just it, it was the nature of the coverage. It was the way that you know, in any way that uh, that that outlet or the, the people involved in producing those shows kind of went beyond just saying here's what's happening and 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 you know gave that an extra legitimacy or voice. You know, in any way, kind of concurring or validating uh, some of the points. And I felt that that was going on uh, while that was happening. You know, I'm a I'm, a, I'm an open, accessible uh, politician. I don't think you want politicians or or prime ministers or premiers or you know members of parliament deciding what is or what isn't legitimate uh, news outlets or, or journalism we believe in freedom of the press you know even the liberals Fought to uh, to make sure that the rebel was included uh, at the United Nations uh, climate change talks. Uh, I, I think Canada is, you know, respects that 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 history of an independent uh, profession when it comes to the press. But when it comes to granting exclusive interviews, when it comes to kind of, you know, seeking an outlet where I would talk directly to get my vision out, what my positive message is for Canadians, uh, based on what happened on the weekend, I just think that uh, going forward, I'll be looking at other uh, types of outlets that, uh, that don't, uh, you know, blur that line or cross that line into giving that kind of legitimacy to to those kinds of
0: groups. On January 4th, 2018, he expelled Senator Lynn Bayek after she refused to remove a letter she wrote that suggested Indigenous people wanted things for no effort. He would state, quote, racism will not be tolerated in the Conservative caucus or Conservative Party of Canada, end quote. Shear would say that he was made aware of the letters on January 2nd, But Garnet Anjakanab, who had survived residential school, stated he emailed Scheer about the letters on September 15, 2017, but received no response. Scheer would also gain criticism for not marching in the LGBTQ pride parades in Canada, something all the other federal leaders had done. As the 2019 election approached, Scheer began to work to raise his profile internationally. In March 2018, he would travel to the United Kingdom and met with Prime Minister Theresa May and Foreign Secretary Boris Johnson. Back in Canada, the trip was criticized by some media outlets, stating Scheer's trip was undiplomatic and not statesmanlike. Also in March 2018, Scheer led the opposition in a filibuster over Justin Trudeau's India trip scandal. The trip, in which Trudeau was apparently snubbed by the Indian government, also included a dinner where a Sikh extremist convicted of attempting to murder an Indian politician was in attendance. The filibuster was an attempt to get the Liberals to answer questions in the House of Commons and provide open information to the Canadian public. The filibuster would last almost an entire day, costing taxpayers $1 million in overtime fees. Later, it would be revealed that before the filibuster, Shear's office had been offered a briefing by the Privy Council office regarding the trip. Shear's office would respond to these claims stating, quote, Has the government offered Andrew a briefing? The answer is no. This is fake news. End quote. Scheer would then say the allegation was false. It was then revealed that Michael Wernick, the clerk of the Privy Council, approached Conservative MP Tony Clement to brief Scheer on the information. Clement stated he could not confirm or deny it. As opposition leader, Scheer would propose a tax cut for the lowest income bracket, support free markets, and pledge that if he were Prime Minister, he would repeal the carbon tax. He would also propose a public transit tax credit as part of the party's environmental plan, but he was against the ratification of the Paris Agreement. In June 2017, he would vote to reaffirm the agreement, which some believed was done to distance Scheer from being compared to President Donald Trump, who opposed the agreement. Despite being pro-life, Scheer would also state, quote, A conservative government will not support any legislation to regulate abortion, End quote. He would add that if he were Prime Minister, he would not reopen the debate. And while he was not in support of same-sex marriage, he would state that the party would not reopen the debate in the House of Commons, He would also support the removal of the traditional definition of marriage from the Conservative Party handbook. When Canada legalized marijuana in October 2017, Scheer stated he was against the move by the government, but that the party would have to adapt to it. I am very realistic, and once it's legal in a short period of time, there's going to be a lot of people that work for companies that distribute it, so we have to be realistic as a party. In May 2018, Scheer admitted he had smoked marijuana when he was younger but was still against the bill and would not rule out recriminalizing it if he won the election. A few months later, in October 2018, he then stated that the party would not recriminalize it. On September 11, 2019, a federal election was called and Scheer would go into his first election as leader of the party. The Conservatives would run on a campaign that would privatize the Trans Mountain Pipeline, eliminate subsidies for fossil fuel businesses, balance the budget in five years, ban dumping raw sewage into waterways, withdraw from the United Nations Compact on Migration, increase healthcare funding by 3%, and prevent American residents from applying for asylum or seeking refuge status in Canada. A total of six leaders' debates would be held, although two would be cancelled and for the first time in Canadian history, two of the debates would feature six party leaders. The first debate was held on September 12th and featured Sheer, Singh and May. The second debate was cancelled, while the third debate on October 2nd featured Trudeau, Sheer, Singh and Blachon. The only debates to feature all six candidates were the French and English debates hosted by the Leaders' Debate Commission. During one debate, Trudeau would link Scheer with Ontario Premier Doug Ford, to which Scheer responded, quote, You seem to be oddly obsessed with provincial politics. There's a vacancy for the Ontario Liberal leadership. If you're so focused on Ontario politics, go and run for the leadership of that party, end quote. would also attack Bernier in an attempt to distance the People's Party from the Conservatives, accusing Bernier of, quote, making your policy based on trying to get likes and retweets from the darkest parts of Twitter, end quote. Scheer also had difficulty during the campaign over a video in 2005 in which he spoke against same-sex marriage. Sheer would not give a response to the questions related to the video, and if he did, he stated it was Trudeau trying to create a wedge issue.
1: There's nothing more important to society than the raising of children, for its very survival requires it. Homosexual unions are by nature contradictory to this.
3: Andrew Shear was a 25 year old first term opposition MP in 2005, explaining why he opposed the bill to legalize same sex unions.
1: As they cannot commit to the natural procreation of children, they cannot therefore be married. Mr.
3: Shear. Mr. Shear. Shear, like the vast majority of his conservative caucus led by Stephen Harper, voted against the bill. So did a number of liberal MPs. Mr. McCauley. Today, 14 years after that vote, liberals decided to post Shear's comments online and highlight how the conservative leader refuses to take part in pride parades across the country. Sheers is a devout Roman Catholic. In recent years, he's avoided debate on major social conservative issues like abortion and same-sex marriage. But his position from 2005 is no secret. I have my own personal beliefs and, you know, my own faith background. In fact, Just our Rosemary Barton asked him about back that back. very speech when he ran for the conservative
1: leadership. Look, it, it happened in 2005. You know, I was a member of parliament at the time, I, I voted my conscience, I voted my constituents' wishes. It's not something that I, I'm i uh, looking to revisit or to, to reopen or things like that. Today, his campaign team reiterated that point,
3: saying Shear supports same-sex marriage as defined in law and as Prime Minister will, of course, uphold it. Conservatives point out that Liberal MPs have also opposed same-sex marriage or voted against it in the past, calling the video the Liberals shared today another desperation tactic from Trudeau on the eve
0: of an election. When Trudeau apologized over the blackface photos, Shear was asked again if he would apologize for the video, but he did not. During an interview on a popular Quebec talk show, he was asked about the video, and he chose again not to answer. He would eventually say that he supports the law and rights of Canadians, but he would not walk in pride parades. This would cost him support in several areas of the country as a result. The NDP announced that due to his comments, they would not support the Conservatives in the event of a minority government. When asked if he believed being gay was a sin, Scheer responded, quote, My personal opinion is that I respect the rights of every single Canadian, End quote. In the October 21st election, the Liberals would win, but would lose 20 seats to fall to 157, resulting in a minority government. The Liberals also picked up 33.12% of the vote, which is the lowest vote share for the party that formed a single-party minority government. The Conservatives would have 34% of the vote, making this the second time in Canadian history that the governing party formed a government after receiving less than 35% of the national vote. The previous time that happened was in 1867. The Conservatives would win 26 more seats, finishing with 121. Scheer would claim that this gave the party the strongest majority in Canadian history, but in terms of ratios based on previous Parliament seat counts, it did not sit in the top five of strongest opposition parties. The seats it did win was the most ever won by an opposition party in Canadian history.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you very much for that very warm welcome. It is Always so great to be back in Saskatchewan. <clears throat> now, first and foremost, I want to thank the voters of Regina Capel for once again electing me as your Member of Parliament. Thank you to all the volunteers that worked hard in the campaign office and who knocked on doors put up signs. Joan Bayliss, thank you so much for running a campaign <laughs> Well, I was... Being the Member of Parliament for Regina Capella is an honour that I will never take for granted, and I will work hard every day to repay the trust that you have put in me. I also say thank you to all 336 Conservative Party candidates for your hard work during this campaign. And a special note of congratulations for my two new colleagues here in Regina, Warren Steinle in Regina Luvan and Mike Cram in Regina, Wascana. And to everybody across the country who joined our Conservative team over the last 40 days, whether you knocked on doors, put in lawn signs, made a donation, or simply told your friend and neighbour why you were voting Conservative, our party is strong, it is united, and we are on the march, ladies and gentlemen.
0: With the loss, many in the Conservative Party started to criticise Sheer, especially considering the difficulties the Liberals had during the election campaign. Peter McKay would say that Shear's election loss was, quote, like having a breakaway on an open net and missing the net, end quote. On December 12, 2019, Scheer announced he would resign as a leader of the party, but would remain on until a new leader was selected.
1: Which is why today I felt it was appropriate to speak to my friends and colleagues in the House of Commons about one of the most difficult decisions I have ever made. I just informed my colleagues in the Conservative caucus that I will be resigning, as the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. And I've asked the Conservative Party National Council, I I will be asking the Conservative Party National Council to immediately begin the process of organizing a leadership election. As our party embarks on this exciting opportunity, electing a new Conservative leader and Canada's next Prime Minister. I intend to stay on as leader of the party and the official opposition. Serving as leader of the party that I love so much has been the opportunity and challenge of a lifetime. This was not a decision I came to lightly. This was a decision I came to after many long, hard conversations with friends and family over the past two months since the election campaign. This has been an incredible challenge for our family to keep up with the pace that is required to lead a caucus and a party into a general election. My wife, Jill, has been absolutely heroic.
0: The same day this announcement came, the party confirmed that it had been paying the difference in the cost of private school tuition for Shear's children in Saskatchewan. Shear would say in his resignation speech quote, Serving as the leader of the party that I love so much has been the opportunity and challenge of a lifetime. This was not a decision I come to lightly. It was one I came to after many long, hard conversations with friends and family over the past two months since the election campaign. I have made the decision because it is the best thing for our party. Our party needs someone who can give everything they have. End quote. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau would say of Scheer upon his resignation quote, I know that Andrew Scheer has shown tremendous strength and compassion. He has done that through tragedies, difficulties, victories, and more challenging moments. I very much wish him all the very, very best in his next and exciting steps, whatever they may be. I want to thank him deeply for his service to Canada on behalf of all Canadians. Shear's opponent in the leadership race, Bernier, had less of a positive message, stating, quote, "Being asked if I will run again for the CPC leadership, zero chance. The party is morally and intellectually corrupt. Shear was a weak leader who pushed it to the center. The next leader will do the same." End quote. Scheer also announced that he would be retaining his U.S. citizenship since he would not be serving as prime minister.
2: Okay, before I let you go on the subject of transparency, Mr. Scheer, you did admit this weekend that you're no longer renouncing your U.S. citizenship because you aren't going to be prime minister. When did you make that decision?
1: Um, shortly after I decided that I was stepping down as uh, leader of the Conservative Party.
2: And and why? I know earlier you said it was a personal decision, but I'm I'm just curious as to why you would think it's renouncing it was the right thing to do when you were running to be prime minister and then shortly thereafter it's not the right thing anymore
1: well it was the right i believe for myself that it would be appropriate to renounce it uh, uh, in my as part of my my uh, my efforts to become prime minister and once it was clear i wasn't going to be prime minister that rationale no longer existed
2: is there is there some reason that you want to retain it are you planning to vote in november for example
1: as i said it was the the, the reason for renouncing it was part of my efforts to become prime minister and once that rationale was no longer there, uh, it, it just uh, I, I just discontinued the process.
2: Does that mean that the reason you wanted to renounce it was purely politically motivated?
1: No, I wouldn't suggest that. Actually, it was uh, you know as someone who was aspiring to become prime minister, I, I believe for myself that that would be an appropriate step. And and once it was clear I wasn't going to be prime minister, as I said, that rationale no longer existed.
2: And how long into the process were you? Had had you paid any fees, for example, or anything like that?
1: I had had I, had I had provided some documentation to the embassy, and uh, and had uh, was in the process of, of uh, booking appointments that type of thing. Uh, look, this is a this is a personal uh, issue. It's 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 a decision I made, both in terms of taking the, starting the steps to uh, renounce it. It's uh, it's uh, it's a personal choice of mine.
0: On September eighth, twenty twenty, new leader Aaron O'Toole named Shearer as the opposition critic for infrastructure and committees. In that role, he would put forward Bill C-269, which would change the Fisheries Act to stop the dumping of raw sewage in water frequented by fish. It received its first reading on February 18, 2021. As of this episode, it has not received a second reading. I hope you enjoyed that episode and my look at Andrew Scheer. Next week, we're looking at Aaron O'Toole. If you like, you can email me at craig at You can find me on Twitter, my handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram at Bairdo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX, and you can donate to the podcast by going to -eh CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. I'd also like to thank all of my wonderful patrons, and I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Michael Matthews, Joanna Parker, Jeff Dahl, Vobs, Robert Page, Richard D, Colin Johnson, Katie Caldwell, Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Garthoe, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, an anonymous patron that I truly do appreciate, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W, Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Shove, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Roy, Luke Guess, J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Information from CNN, McLean's, Huffington Post, Wikipedia, Regina Leader Post, Ottawa Citizen, Montreal Gazette, National Post, Calgary Herald, and the Whitehorse Daily Star. Thanks. we will see you again next time.